Hello, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. My name is Aras. I'm your host, uh, fellow industry pro, colorist, educator, doing all the things. Um, and today I'm excited to start talking some science. So this season, season three of the podcast started off with a lot of interviews from some of my absolute favorite people um, in this industry. And uh, I want to kind of shift gears and get into a little bit of science talk, a little bit of chemistry talk, because that is also a uh, very big passion of mine. Um, I always share that this podcast is a passion project. And my, my mission, I guess, is to inspire and empower this industry through the things that I've learned, whether it's personal development, business, science, chemistry, technique, social media, money, whatever it is, right? Um, and so if this is your first time here, welcome. If you are a regular Comey, welcome back. Uh, today, I want to talk about something. I posted a reel on Instagram talking about alkaline versus acidic demis. And there were a lot of questions. There was a lot of dialogue. There was a lot of conversation about it. So I wanted to spend a little bit more time um, about that topic, which is why I am putting it on the podcast today. So when we are... Uh, looking at toning or looking at uh, color options in the demi-permanent world, we essentially have two options. Well, three, if you consider semi-permanent direct dyes, but we're not gonna talk about that today. Today, I wanna talk about an alkaline demi and an acidic demi. What is it that differentiates the two? And when would you choose to use what? Now, up until a few years ago, we just knew demi-permanent color. There was no acidic or alkaline. And as the industry has evolved, as technology has evolved, um, as marketing has gotten more creative, uh, now we have acidic demis and alkaline demis. So I want to shine a little bit of light, bring a little bit of awareness. What is the difference when you would use what? So I want to start with an alkaline demi. Okay. So when we're talking about alkaline demis, the main difference is going to be pH, okay, potential hydrogen. What is the pH of an alkaline demi? Well, let's think about it. It is alkaline. So if it is alkaline, it means that it's above a 7, okay? Likely alkaline demis range between a 9 pH to a 10.5, depending on what you're using. Here's what I want you to think about, okay? Anytime you hear the word alkaline in a color, okay, you can almost interchange almost the word alkalinity with lifting ability. So if a color is alkaline, that means the pH is above a seven, that means that there is the potential of lifting ability in that color. What does that mean? It means that that color can actually lift or shift melanin. Okay. When you're dealing with an alkaline demi, it is not a deposit only. And the reason it is not a deposit only is because of the alkalizer that is used. So what is an alkalizer? It's definitely talked about a lot in permanent color, but when we're dealing with an alkaline demi, we have alkalizers. And so the purpose of an alkalizer is to one, maintain the alkalinity of the color that's in the tube or the bottle, okay? Dye molecules, oxidative dye molecules, um, the dyes that need developer in order for them to develop, they need to remain in an alkaline environment. 
If they are not in an alkaline environment, they will not survive. They will degrade, they will break down, and then you have no deposit of color. So one purpose of an alkalizer is to maintain the alkalinity of the color so that when you mix it with developer, then those dye molecules begin to develop, okay? Another purpose of the alkalizer is to raise the pH of the hair, diffuse and swell the cuticle so that the hair coloring process can happen. And lastly, the alkalizer initiates the oxidation process um, <clears throat> when it's mixed with the developer. Um, so the color in the developer allows the color process to happen. So when we are dealing with what we call an alkaline demi, the alkalizer that is used is ammonia. Ammonia is the most efficient in allowing the hair to swell, okay? So the hair has to swell, the cuticle layers have to expand in order for hair color to happen, okay? Um, so when you're dealing with an alkaline demi that is using ammonia as the main alkalizer, you are gonna have way more swell and way more lifting ability. Think about it this way. An alkaline demi is just a word. <laughs> it's not really a thing, okay? Um, essentially what it is, is using permanent color with a low volume developer. So when you're using permanent color with a low volume developer, five volume, 10 volume, it's the alkalinity in the tube that creates the swelling, that creates the lifting. So when you use a permanent color with 40 volume, you're gonna get more lift. When you use a permanent color with five volume, you're going to get less lift. But either way, you're going to get lift, okay? So a little bit about ammonia. Um, ammonia is a gas-based alkalizer, so it dissipates from the hair. You don't have to remove it. It smells, but it dissipates. Um, it's the most common alkalizer used in permanent color and alkaline demis. Uh, ammonia is the smallest in size as far as all of the alkalizers. Molecular weight is 17. And it's, like I said, highly efficient in swelling that hair. Um, and then hair color with ammonia as the main alkalizer is generally going to give you the best lift, best rate coverage, whatever. Okay. So <clears throat> when you're dealing with an alkaline demi or you're dealing with a color line that says, hey, you can use our permanent color with five volume and it'll be like a demi, it's like a demi. I'm putting air quotes in the word like because it's not a true demi, because they're using ammonia as the alkalizer, you're going to get lifting ability. So if this has ever happened to you, think about it this way. You highlight a client, it's beautiful, they've got some natural virgin hair in between, and your color line has told you, hey, mix our color with five volume and it's gonna be a great toner, it's gonna be a great deposit, it's gonna be a great demi, right? You do that, and let's say you use a 10, ash violet with a little bit of 10, level 10 gold. Okay, level 10 has more alkalinity. Even you mix it with the five volume and you're like, great, I'm going to tone this. It's going to be beautiful. And then you have the, oh shit, oh fuck moment of, damn it, the, the, the natural is lifting. Now you created a base bump. You've got some unwanted warmth. You shifted the virgin hair and you didn't want to do that. That's a really, really, really bad situation. Right. And so this is the problem when I said earlier where marketing gets creative. Um, an alkaline demi will still give you lift. How do you know it's an alkaline demi? I'm going to tell you this. Do not depend on the manufacturers. pH test that shit yourself. Get some pH test strips. And this we do this all in the fundamentals of hair and color, my online course shop. Um, if you're wanting to understand science and chemistry of hair color and you want to learn how to formulate, 
great option for you. Um, however, if you don't, I'll tell you this much, get some pH strips and test your color. Test the color, test the developer, and then mix the color and the developer together and pH test it. If you have above seven, there is the potential of lift. So an alkaline demi, better known as regular permanent color with five volume, is going to give you the opportunity of lifting or shifting the natural color. Now, if you want that, if you want to soften the base, you want to do a base break, or maybe you need a little bit more lift, um, great choice, amazing choice, okay? So that is where alkaline demi thrives. Remember, it's got a higher pH. It's using ammonia as the alkalizer. Um, and essentially, it's permanent color using a lower volume developer, okay? Moving on to an acidic demi. Acidic demi is what we're kind of used to, right? If you're using shades, uh, Igora, Vibrant, whatever, all of those little bottles of hair, liquid hair color to tone, those are typically acidic demis. Now, when you pH test an acidic demi color in its bottle or its tube, guess what? It's going to be alkaline. Why? Remember what I said earlier, any hair color that uses oxidative dyes, meaning dyes that need developer, in the bottle or the tube, it has to remain alkaline or else those dye molecules will not survive. Now here's the difference between the alkaline demi and the acidic demi. You're gonna pH test an acidic demi in the tube or the bottle, it's going to be alkaline, but when you mix it with the developer, that's when it gets down to the acidic side, okay? Um, but it is still alkaline. Now those acidic demis, use alkalizers as well, but they're not using ammonia. They are likely using either MEA or AMP, sometimes a combination of the two. So MEA, monoethanolamine, um, it's basically used in most ammonia-free hair color and most acidic demis. So if you check the ingredient deck on your acidic demi, you're gonna see monoethanolamine or ethanolamine or MEA on there listed as an ingredient. It is the alkalizer that is used to maintain those dye molecules so that they don't degrade, but it is still an alkalizer, okay? MEA is a liquid-based alkalizer. So unlike ammonia, which dissipates because it's gas, MEA is, is, it stays in the hair. So it actually has to be removed from the hair with a special shampoo, typically something with ammonium sulfate. Um, MEA is, does not smell, okay? But just because it doesn't smell doesn't mean it's not a chemical. MEA is larger in size, right? Uh, molecular weight 61, where ammonia is 17. So the alkalizer that is used in an acidic demi is either MEA, so I give you a little bit of MEA, or AMP, which is aminomethylpropanol. Um, it's commonly used in demi-permanent colors. The molecular weight of AMP is 89, um, but the large molecules make it more difficult for the color to penetrate through the cuticle layers and into the cortex, meaning less chance of lift. So when we're dealing with an acidic demi, MEA and AMP don't have as much lifting ability as ammonia does. So your acidic demis are really your, your go-to for deposit only, okay? So if you have lifted or lightened hair and you want to tone without shifting the base, without creating unwanted warmth, without moving melanin, an acidic demi is going to be a great option, okay? So to tone, to deposit only, um, to blend grays, acidic demis can work, can, 
work um, depending on the texture of the hair. So here's a really good example of when you would choose to use an alkaline demi instead of an acidic demi. Let's say you have a client and I know this has happened to either you or somebody you know, because I've seen it on Facebook, I've seen it on Instagram, I've seen it on TikTok. TikTok. People are like, what the fuck is going on? So let's say you have a client with a natural level six hair and it's coarse and it's very low porosity, meaning those cuticle layers are fucking shut tight, right? And they wanna do a darker color, right? You're thinking, I'm not going to use permanent on them because I'm depositing. I'm going darker. Why would I use a permanent color? So you're going to reach for something like shades or an acidic demi, right? In your mind, it's going to go darker, deposit only. But the texture of the hair and the porosity of the hair is going to be a problem with an acidic demi. So if they're coarse texture and low porosity, remember, it's a it's a coarser texture is a wider, um, larger hair fiber. And then we've got low porosity, so those cuticle layers are shut tight. A color that's using MEA or AMP has no lifting ability, right? So when you're trying to deposit down on hair that is very, very low in porosity or very, very coarse, you need some lifting ability. Those cuticle layers are shut down tight. So if you're using something that is acidic on hair that is low porosity and coarse texture, you know what's going to happen? Maybe it's happened to you. You put the level five on the level seven client, you process it for 25 minutes, maybe put a little bit of heat on it. You go to wash your hair and all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? Why is it still a level seven? Why didn't it deposit as dark as I thought it was supposed to? Because you're using an acidic demi that doesn't have any liftability. And in that case, with that example, you need a little bit of lift. You need those cuticle layers to soften and swell a little bit so the hair color can happen right? So if that's ever happened to you, where you do a deposit only, or even gray blending on um, coarse resistant hair, and you use an acidic demi, you're like, why didn't it do anything? Well, coarse resistant hair, hella layers of cuticle, right? Gray hair has significantly more cuticle layers than pigmented hair. So you're dealing with a lot more cuticles, it's resistant, it's coarse. How is the color going to penetrate? How is an acidic demi that has no lifting ability going to penetrate in coarse resistant low porosity hair? It's not, right? So this all kind of circles back to understanding your canvas. Now, let's say, for example, you're dealing with somebody that's got high porosity hair, right? Let's take that level seven client we were talking about earlier, coarse hair, but it's high porosity, lots of holes in the cuticle layer. An acidic demi is going to be a great option for them. You don't need to use an alkaline demi on that client. The cuticle layers are already lifted and swollen and freaking holy, right? So an acidic demi is actually going to perform better in that situation than an alkaline demi. I hope this is getting some gears turning for you guys. Let's talk about even refreshing clients, right? Um, if you are doing, let's hypothetically say a gray coverage retouch, and the ends of the client's hair are silky, glass-like, um, like super, super, super healthy, super reflective, like low porosity or medium porosity cuticle layers are shut tight. Sometimes an acidic demi is not enough to refresh those ends. Sometimes you'll need an alkaline demi. Or let's give you another example. Let's say you do a root retouch and a client's a redhead and those ends are faded um, or they're browned out. If those ends are browned out, an alkaline demi is actually going to help instead of an acidic demi because an alkaline demi is going to lift a little bit. 
<laughs> it's going to create a little bit of lifting ability, right? So that those browned out dull ends can get refreshed, right? You're going to get a little bit more lift so that you're going to get more vibrancy versus using an acidic demi that's going to get more brown or darker. I'm hoping this, again, I'm hoping this helps you guys because I think there's a lot of confusion on when to use an acidic versus an alkaline. So the general rule of thumb is if you want no lifting ability, right? You don't wanna change the natural virgin hair. You don't want any kind of additional lifting or damage on the ends. That's when you're gonna go for an acidic demi. But if you want a base bump, or let's say for example, a great solution or a great opportunity to use an alkaline demi is when you do a global bleach and tone. When you do a global bleach out on a client, sometimes, this happens, you don't get a full, clean, even lift. Some areas maybe are half a level darker, or you may need a little bit of a bump, maybe half three quarters of a level. If you choose to use an alkaline demi to tone that hair, guess what's going to happen? The alkalinity, the lifting ability in that alkalinity is going to help bump that half a level that you needed. It's going to create a little bit of lift and then your deposit, even with the five volume because an alkaline demi is using MEA as an alkalizer. I'm sorry, because an alkaline demi is using ammonia as an alkalizer, whereas the acidic is using MEA. Ammonia, more lifting ability. MEA, less lifting ability. AMP, no lifting ability. So when you do a global bleach and tone, alkaline demi is a great option. Um, let's say you highlighted a brunette and, or you, you're lightening a brunette and you've lifted to a level seven and it's really orange. Alkaline demi is a great option because that alkalinity is going to help you get a little bit past orange while you're doing your toning or your depositing. You're going to get a little bit more lift, a little tiny bit more lift, and then you're going to deposit your color. So I hope this gives you a little bit more clarity on when to use what. I think it's really, really important to understand the chemicals that you have in your arsenal, the tools that you have in your color lab, and how to use what. Um, instead of just kind of blindly being like, oh, I highlighted, so I'm just going to use a little liquid demi to, to tone. No, sometimes you might need, excuse me, sometimes you might need an alkaline demi. And sometimes an acidic demi is a great choice, right? And then taking that further, cream versus liquid. Like, what are you working with? Do you understand the tools that you have in your arsenal so that you can strategically use them to get the goals of what your client wants. Even a, a direct dye sometimes is a better option to tone than an acidic demi. You're dealing with really like highly porous, highly damaged, like fucked up hair. Dude, a, a, a direct dye is probably a better option and will last longer than an acidic demi. And definitely you don't wanna use an alkaline demi because that hair is trashed. So it's really all about understanding the hair that you're working with. What is the texture? What is the porosity? What is the melanin? How is it going to absorb color? How is it going to uptake color? How is the longevity of the color going to be on that hair fiber? And not everybody's is the same, right? So understanding the hair fiber that you're working on and then understanding your chemicals, your color, not just the acidity and the alkalinity of it, the, the not just the cream or the, the liquid of it, but what is the tones? What is the background? What are you working with? I don't care what brand you're using. They're not all the same. So what are you working with? Understanding what you're working with and then taking all of that um, and learning how to strategically formulate fearlessly so you're not winging it. Like that is all that I teach in the fundamentals course shop. If you haven't heard of it or if you haven't looked into it, 
you can go to combededucation.com slash fundamentals. Um, it's all about science, learning the canvas, chemistry, learning the tools, and the artistry, learning how to formulate, learning how to use color theory and manipulate and finesse your formulas. It takes guesswork out of it for you. It takes the guesswork out of it so that you can become a confident colorist behind the chair. Um, like I said, combededucation.com slash fundamentals if you're into that. Um, but if you're not, or now is not the time for you, that's totally okay. I hope that this was helpful, that it kind of got you thinking a little bit um, to be a little bit more intentional with what you're using instead of what the brands tell you to do or what the manufacturers tell you or what your hairdresser friends tell you. Or Like, no, you got to take the power. You got to know your shit. So hope this was helpful. Um, I'll see you guys next time. Happy hair coloring.